welcome back to another episode of the Elise Easy Show. I'm your host, Elise Easy, and this week I am joined by, who should I say first? Rachel Whites. Hi. And Kieran. Hi. Don't know why I dropped my voice like that. <laughs> yeah, my How... voice isn't that deep, that's for sure. Hi. Very masculine. Hello. <laughs> How's everyone being? What's everyone being up to? What's going on? Uh, I'm good, yeah. I'm mostly excited to finish my hospitality job this week. <laughs> that is probably the most exciting thing in my life at the moment, whatever you, that tells you. Are you means. part of the great like work walkout where everyone's just leaving their jobs because they've had enough? Yeah, <laughs> except oh. I've had enough for so long. <laughs> I've tried to quit from there like four times already. <laughs> it's like a running joke. To be fair, that's what I did four years ago. And then I got started on YouTube. It's like, best decision ever. I rage quit one morning. It was amazing. I'm just going to copy you, I think. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Just turn up one Monday morning and be like, oh, I'm not going to Give back. me a step by step. <laughs> also, just like your daily, what you do each day. And I'll just follow that exactly. Okay, yeah. Wake just up at 1 p.m., <laughs> cry for an hour, fret about the future. How did Where... you know? <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm like, how are you describing my day? Yeah. That's literally what I did too, though. I rage quit yeah. my long-term job long-term <laughs> three years but in london that's a long time to that stay is there. a long time yeah. thank you mm. if you're i mean if you're not in finance whatever <laughs> sure sure yeah just rage quit one day because i'd had enough yeah. yeah that is the thing like this job is probably the longest commitment i've ever had because i've been there for like three or four years or something really given you a ring yeah yet? yeah it's been like the, my oh, most God. consistent thing in my life i don't think you'd been there for that long yeah unfortunately. there would have been so many times that i would have walked past mm -hmm. And we'd have been near each other, but not known each other. Oh, wow. Ooh. Wow, what a mind if, fuck. I hate to think, but we were supposed to meet exactly at that time. Thank God <laughs> I wanted a meal Tesco's, deal that day. it's so unbrand. It really is, yeah. <laughs> so you're going to quit your job and be anti-work because you've had enough of the system. Good for you, sure, revolution, yeah. revolution. What have you been up to? Anything um, good? Watched anything? Seen anything? Oh, God. I'm reading about sea shanties at the minute. That's exciting. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really excited about this. I'm doing a whole video on it. And mm. I'm going to like talk about the history of sea shanties and where they came from. And then like look at a few sea shanties. And I've got a guy who's going to record a sea shanty for me and sing it on the video. It's wow, great. Wow, that's awesome. I know, I'm really excited. Yeah, I love that. That's my life. They're so catchy. <laughs> that's the point. Because uh, like in general, first <laughs> sort of seeing a sea shanty, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like that. But after, they, after they're going yeah. for a little while, I'm like, do you know what I mean? Like, you do get into it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so I'll look forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Just makes me think of like Lazy Town. <laughs> the, the pirate song from Lazy Town. Lazy Town was a good show. Not you knowing Lazy Town lore. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a great show. Watch Lazy Town as an adult because. I don't think I know the pirate one. They sing about like, you are a pirate I don't or something. I know any of them. <laughs> so I, I like the Cook It by the Book one. That is my favorite. Cook It by the Book. Yeah. And then they have that remix with that guy who's always I yelling. I adore that. Right? Yes. Do you yep. not know about this? No, I'm so oh, sorry. Younger generation. Oh. Christ, how can you not know your Lazy Town lore? I, I, know. Is I that wake up every morning and put the rap remix of Cook It By The Book on and it okay. gets me hyped for the day. <laughs> I will look into that, yeah. <laughs> Another addition to the daily yeah. life of YouTuber schedule. Yeah. Wake up, listen to that little jo I think it's Little John Learning remix, so much. right? Maybe, yeah. Learning Something so like much right now. <laughs> this is the lifestyle I want. That's good though. Picking she mm -hmm. she sh she shanties. Oh, I, I know. She, she found she shells. It, she found she shells. It's actually really hard for me because I do have like a little bit of a lisp. So anything with s's is really tough. So doing a video on sea shanties is it's the worst thing I could have done. 
How, how did you pick sea shanties in the first place? Was um, it just, do you just sometimes come across a topic and think, oh, I like that. I'll just burrow into yeah, it and I just, I just share a, what I learn. I found a book in Waterstones and I bought it and I found it interesting and now I'm making a video. Mm. Oh, great, curious yeah. mind. Just, do you know what? This life. is how lame of a kid I was, right? <laughs> I used to skip school, like mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. And what I used to do when I was skipping school is I used to go to Waterstones and read comics. Oh my God, that's the dream. <laughs> How is that lame? That's oh, well cool. I love that. Going to a bookshop when you're yeah. skipping school. Is that yeah. cool? Yeah, that's okay. sick. I love bookshops. I didn't know that. Honestly, I'd rather be anywhere than school. But if I'd had a choice, yeah, I'd gone to a bookshop. Mm. Definitely. Okay, does anyone Does anyone remember about um, this guy that was in the news? Because you know the Waterstones in Trafalgar Square he uh, accidentally got locked in overnight. Oh, and I remember this. And instead of just shutting up and just yeah. enjoying reading all night or whatever, mm-hmm. he started tweeting. And then in the, when he got let out, he said to the news people, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> One night Why? in <laughs> I don't know, because it was bloody dramatic. The, do, they sell, um, do they sell snacks in Waterstones? I'm sure you could cafes. go like 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. They've probably got like naked bars in there or something. You could... <laughs> Munch on. You don't need to eat for like 12. Come on. 12 hours. You'd, you'd sleep for you like eight of peckish, it. Though. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to sleep if I was trapped in a water stone. <laughs> <laughs> But it would be the excitement of you like all oh, these books. Yeah, they've got some nice like soft couch, not couches, but there are places you yeah. can sit that are nice and soft. Comfy chairs. You get a view of Trafalgar Square. Imagine in the morning they're like, right, which books do you, did you read? Because you need to pay for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> well, I've done something exciting this week. Oh yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> See, I got your hopes up and then I smashed them. I finished my Fifty Shades of Grey part two video script. That I filmed, is very exciting. filmed an hour of it last night and then I got fed up after an hour. So I shut the camera off angrily because it was exhausting. It's, I think that's reasonable. It's actually, uh, it gets a lot worse. Is this the second book or the first book still? Uh, the first book, but part two of it. Because oh, I could only, okay, yeah. I only went up to chapter 15 in the first part because it was just, I couldn't, it, it was awful. I couldn't yeah. deal with it. And mm. the second part, it has gotten worse. In fact, like I'm getting kind of a little bit mean. Okay. There is a bit, and I've already yeah. said it, I'm going to have to edit like the bit out because I say it towards the end and I think I should not say it so much in the video. But I fully just mm-hmm. say to the camera, I hate you, E.L. James. <laughs> Like I, you know, because usually I'll be like, they're probably a nice person, yeah, very yeah, nice. Yeah. No, no, I don't. Like I hate you because you've told millions of women that stalking and possessive behaviour and physical abuse, physical abuse, ignoring mm-hmm. of boundaries mm-hmm. is sexy behaviour. There are bits yeah. when they're talking about the hard limits, the soft limits of like their BDSM list. Yeah, and she'll say mm-hmm. like, he wants to do anal. Mm. right and she's like oh, I, I no but she doesn't say no directly she goes oh, i don't think so i'm not interested in that mm. and he's like well that's a shame because i want to claim your ass we'll work up to it anyway blah blah and it's like so he's heard her say mm. she doesn't want to do it and he's like forget about that because i want to mm. and we're told that this is just domineering and sexy and also like christian gray's um dominating sort of it, i don't even want to call it kink because he's just abusive mm. he's just mm. physically his, abusive his behavior. To her. Yeah. Yeah, his dominating behaviour. His dominating behaviour comes from, of course, because he had a troubled childhood. Mm -hmm. You know. Because no one can possibly like BDSM without trauma. Yes. I was just going to say as well, I feel Mm -hmm. like it's also just really hurtful to people that actually do participate in like healthy BDSM. Mm -hmm. Because it's just not like a good representation of what that should be. It's a complete misrepresentation. Yeah. Yeah, it's... 
it's not even really BDSM because mm. she doesn't like pain. She doesn't enjoy mm. being hurt. And the, the climax of the book, oh, it's just she wants to find out like what's the hardest thing because because he wants to do it. He wants to be able to hurt her. Mm. He's mm -hmm. like, I need to be able to do this. So she's like, okay, well let's try it, and I want to see like how bad it'll be. And so he like whips her with a belt six times. This is right at the end. Yeah. And she's like crying whilst he's doing it, but she's not giving in because she's like just being stupid, I suppose. Um, any good dom in that in that scenario would mm -hmm. have turned around and been like noticed two two whips in hey you're not enjoying this are you okay yeah. but like he would probably get off by like technicality of oh she didn't use a safe word she's never mm -hmm. been in these positions where she's had to use safe words anyway mm -hmm. she's never she'd never had sex before she'd met him yeah you know and suddenly she's in like the situation where she's getting hurt like there's adrenaline going for her body mm -hmm. she's kind of like shocked at the same time she's hating it and a bit of her is hating him any good dom would stop and be like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Because she doesn't like pain and he's hitting her with a belt as hard as he can. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's infuriating. That, that's another thing I hate about the book though. It's like, cause he's clearly had other partners before and he's clearly been with other women who have been into the BDSM thing. And he's very like dismissive of them. And he's like, well, if they like it, if they're sexual women, if they're sexually like in control and they like it, he's not interested in them. He likes, what's her name, Anastasia? Anna. Mm. Yeah, because she's a virgin and because she's pure and because he can corrupt her and he can like make her his own. It's so controlling. And it's like this horrible message to be sending to the women of like, oh, well, men won't actually want to be with you and in a relationship with you unless you're pure and like don't enjoy sex. I was gonna say, why <laughs> wouldn't you just find someone that's like yeah. also into what you're into? Yeah. Why would you want to be with someone that's not into it? Oh, this is the thing, see? So he's had lots of partners before mm. and they've a lot of them have ended up wanting more and he's never wanted to give someone more until he met Anna. Because of course, it's down to a woman to change a man and make mm. a man better. Mm. That's yeah. the function of them, obviously. It's all we're good for, really. Yeah, just bettering men's behavior. <laughs> yeah, I think that's also an issue is like the juxtaposition of like the committed relationship and the BDSM lifestyle because they're not necessarily mutually exclusive. I don't know why I'm talking like I'm an expert <laughs> on, on BDSM relationships. Go on, but... in your personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to have just absorbed things from osmosis about B BDSM and Fifty Shades of Grey. But like, yeah, it's like, oh, you're a BDSM guy, but I can change him and fix him into being able to be like a committed person where if they were in a healthy relationship that incorporated bdsm you know those two things would meld together also considering she does not like pain hmm. he's like not even subtly he uses threats of violence against her when they're not even in that dynamic for example hmm. uh she hangs out with this dude that he feels threatened by because the dude tried the dude tried to kiss her but it was assault mm -hmm. because she was saying no and he was trying to mm. but christian doesn't hate her hate jose because of that mm. he hates jose just because it's another man who fancies anna not the fact mm. that he's an assaulter yeah. Ugh, so annoying and he finds out that they hung out together and then he's being like i'm so angry like my palm is twitching and she gets she, there are several times where she's scared because he spanked her once and she didn't enjoy it she didn't mm. like it she doesn't like being hurt um, and there's several moments where she's worried about like, and she says, please don't hit me to him. And it's like, um, this has been sold as no, this is just, it's not, that's not BDSM. BDSM mm. is not like, if you are on the side of liking to receive pain, it's not, oh, you, you make a, some sort of mistake in a relationship and then the guy can turn around and can hit you and mm -hmm. take his anger out on you. That's just abuse. Yeah. Mm. Like it's, 
it infuriates me and I hate E.L. James. <laughs> like, as a, like, sorry, as a person. Like, I'm not even sorry. Why am I saying so? I'm trying to like soften it. Yeah. No, because it's just trash and it got sold to millions of... Because I remember, I remember when I found out about it because like, I think... It, it was kind of like the the mum sort of crowd were all reading it, mm. you know, and they think it's like genuinely. Oh, it's. I'm pretty sure my nan had it. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason that might be, um, I, I, and that only just came back to my memory as well. I think that was like really you repressed. repressed. It. I don't know. Maybe watch it back if you can see my eyes as I <laughs> as that memory bubbles back up to the surface. But yeah, very strange, isn't it? It's infuriating. And the research just was not done by E.L. James, I no. feel. No. I'm yeah. very curious as to, like, why she wrote that book. Like, you'd assume it's kind of like some sort of, like, maybe like a fantasy of hers or, like, a self-insert kind of thing. Mm. But why would she want to write about herself as a victim of abuse and romanticise it? I don't understand that. So I'm, mm. like, thinking... Is this some kind of like sort of Stockholm syndrome where that's happened to her and now she's trying to justify it by being like, oh, well, it wasn't abuse. It was romantic. I'm not sure. I think there are times where she just genuinely doesn't know what she's actually writing because she's, mm. she's not a good writer. It's not good. It's riddled mm. with cliches. There's, <laughs> there's, there's continuity errors within five lines of each other. Mm. Like there's this bit where um, he, he grabs her elbow because mm. he's talking to her and then suddenly it's, so it's like he grabbed my elbow a few lines of dialogue and then it's he released my hand to grab my elbow and i was like did no one fucking proofread this are you joking this is within six lines of each other yeah it just makes me mad the whole thing makes me mad so mm. i've been getting a heart attack over that this week <laughs> rage induced that's fair my favorite bit was the bit that you sent me about the icarus thing like, i just found that so funny so anna keeps um she keeps calling herself Icarus flying too close because she's flying too close yeah. to the sun and she's going to oh, no. fall to the sea somehow. And mm. there's a bit where they go, um, like not hang gliding, mm. they go gliding in a plane yeah. together. And then there's this bit where she says, you know, oh, we're flying close to the sun. Icarus, I'm Icarus. We've, we're flying close to the sun. And it's like, you could have just literally said, we fly, like we were flying close to the sun. Yeah. That's it. And then because mm -hmm. you've mentioned it once being like Icarus, yeah. you would infer that. You'd get the mm -hmm. subtext. You'd be like, oh, that's a theme. Yeah. It's not a theme if you're like trying to ram it inside my brain my so aggressively. My favorite thing about it was how like in character it was. Cause it was like, <laughs> we as we fly close to the sun, Icarus, the realization <laughs> hit me. It's like, there's zero subtlety. <laughs> There's no As if that's like how all. people actually like react. Maybe they do. That's how I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just like Icarus. What the fuck? <laughs> it there's zero subtlety with it because there's all these references to I believe there's a book she likes, like Tess of the D'Urberville, oh, yeah. something like that. And there's something. You sort just of... made that title. <laughs> no, I haven't. Tess of the D'Urberville. <laughs> <laughs> Those made up words. <laughs> I don't know. There's uh, always these bits yeah. where like they'll reference some sort of classical piece of mm -hmm. media or whatever. Like there's even a bit where she's listening to some sort of, um, what's she called it? Sepharic, seraphic, like angelic choir. And they're, they're singing okay. whilst he's like lightly slapping her bum a bit. But she actually enjoys Gorgeous. that because that's a little bit Divine. like, yeah. And they're singing in Latin. And I'm like, this yeah. is the most pretentious <laughs> fucking fuck I've ever read in my life. Oh they're my singing God. in Latin. And then he tells her afterwards what they are and like what the, the theme of it is and the theme. I, it's, they really punch her over the, like, yeah. they, like, 
they kind of do the Big Bang Theory, like way of, exp- mm. like, like, you know, Big Bang Theory, yeah. they'll explain the joke and they'll hold your awful hand. Awful show, by the way. Awful. Absolutely awful. Absolutely Fifty terrible. Shades of Grey is like the Big Bang Theory of the liter- literacy world. Okay. <laughs> because she will say a theme mm. and then explain it to you, repeat it several times, then hold your hand. Yeah. So you know, uh, I'm getting mad thinking of it. Yeah. So I don't blame you. Move on swiftly. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about the Big Bang Theory either, so... You know, there's kind of like this sort of gender-swapped version of it now. And it's called Pretty mm. Smart, and it's terrible. And it's like this like woman, and the premise is, she's like an absolute genius, and she moves to LA to be with her sister, and her sister's like an absolute idiot, and her roommates are all kind of like dumb idiots, but they're all really, really nice. And then you have like Emily, what's her name, Oz? Osma or something like that I don't know and she's like meant to be this like genius woman who's like quite uptight and she's like they're like smarter than everyone else but she's not she's just like the most average person and every mm. so often she references like a classical book or something and you're like is this what they think a genius is <laughs> <laughs> someone that's read a book <laughs> yeah you watch it and you're like oh <laughs> and so I think it's meant to be like a reverse sort of big bang theory but it's mm. just as bad it's it's really awkward. At least with the Big Bang Theory, it's terrible, but they are actually intelligent. Sure. You know I mean? Rather than just like an average person next to some really dumb people. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I could beat them in a <laughs> quiz. <laughs> in, a, in a trivia quiz. Yeah. <laughs> About Emma catch, Dale catch or something. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Oh, EastEnders are good. I'm good with EastEnders. EastEnders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my guilty Decent. pleasure. Yeah? It's actually. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I love EastEnders. Do you watch it every oh day? <laughs> every week, yeah. I, I tend to like um, catch up on iPlayer like once a week. Oh my God. I could tell you everything that's happening right now. It's really exciting. It's Phil Mitchell still in it. Yeah. Is he all right? I like I, him. He's, he's with Kat now, Kat Slater. Oh my They're God. They're a couple. Who was she with before? Yeah. Alfie. She was with Alfie for a while and like then they broke up and then they left for a while and then they came back and then Alfie left. It was a whole thing. And then she was with Kush for a while mm. and now she's with Phil Mitchell. Can't say it in Phil yeah. Mitchell. I actually have, have a core phone. memory of EastEnders <laughs> and that's when they swapped the babies. That. <laughs> oh, that, was that is such uh, a... I don't Kat, even Kat watch EastEnders, yeah. but that is ingrained what? in my brain. Yeah. What? So I, I stopped These... watching EastEnders for that little period oh, while I was you? at uni. Yeah, so I kind of missed that, but I got back into it with the Who Killed Lucy Beale. Mm. Okay, was, was T- two of the women in EastEnders yeah. had a baby at the same time. <laughs> One of the babies tragically died, yeah. and she swapped. She took. Mm-hmm. The, she swapped the babies, basically. Yeah. No, but, but Ronnie was yeah. like proper messed up because she'd been raped as a teenager by her dad and got pregnant, <gasps> and then had the baby, and then the baby was taken away from her. So she was like messed up over babies mm. anyway, and then she got. Pr- then she got with Jack and they were supposed to be getting married but he cheated on her with her sister and got her sister pregnant um, and then Ronnie got pregnant with Jack's baby and lost the baby I think so then they like broke up for a little while and they finally got back together and I think Ronnie had the baby with Jack and then it died so she was really messed up mm. the she EastEnders a, law yeah. is she had a lot of baby trauma yeah but yeah. the thing I don't get about soaps and why I don't <laughs> watch them is if all this stuff is happening in this concentrated place where you've got like serial killers, something's <laughs> burning down every other month, all these like crazy events happening, just move. Like you would just move. <laughs> That's what they you. do when they leave. They're like, right, yeah, I'm like, right I think I've had enough. <laughs> like what was that guy from Coronation Street? Todd or someone, he mm. just left. He, like on the show, the character came out as gay and then yeah. he left or something. Oh, I know Todd. To- oh, I'm Todd, gay. Jason, um, <laughs> Sarah, they had their whole little like love triangle. That's like ingrained in my memory. That's one of my core memories from being a kid. I'm sick of love triangles. 
And they never even love, they're never even triangles. They always love like V's yeah. because oh, for a triangle, oh, no, no. So this it was needs to be everyone. Connected. This was yeah. like a love square. So Sarah oh and, God. I know, <laughs> Sarah and Todd were together and they mm. were like each, actually no, because Sarah's pregnant at this point. Sarah got pregnant when she was like 13 and she had a kid and she was like, no one's ever going to want me. Then Todd was like, I want you. And they got together and she was his first. And then he was like, actually, I might be gay. And he cheated on her with another guy. <laughs> and so she then cheated on him with his brother. There you have it, folks. <laughs> Wait, what happened to little Ben? Didn't little Ben, right? He's the one He that became he... a criminal. Oh, yeah. Didn't he... Ben, <laughs> ben Mitchell's like a proper little gangster now. Psychopath? Didn't he kill Heather? Ever. No. He killed Heather when he was like two years old. Yes, he did. Because he like yeah. pushed her into some sort of like photo frame yeah. and she died. Pathetic. I didn't know she died. Yeah, she died. Heather, yeah, because then Shirley yeah. was going mental about rage. Like, they played she... George Michael at a funeral and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Why Shirley's do I know pro- this? I'm so glad that for once it's like, it's you going on about nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually so taken aback. <laughs> I'm so happy about this. You know- what is Shirley's damage? Why is she always so mad? Oh, she storms around the square screaming. So Shirley. Awful highlights as well. So so I love Shirley because she used to be, um, oh, what's the name in Bad Girls? Loved Bad Girls when I was a kid. That was amazing. That was like a soap style thing in like a women's prison. It was wonderful. Oh, that sounds good. It was so Mm. good. Um, So she, she was... She was a really iconic character in Bad Girls. Can't remember. Anyway, I mean, can't remember her name. So she um, was abused as a kid by her dad, not sexually like Ronnie, but just like physically abused, I think. And then she got pregnant at a really, really young age. And um, basically her parents forced her to raise her baby as her brother. So so her and Danny Dyer's character. Kes Motion's, Motions come back to life taking behind the camera and just like in. eyes wide like what the fuck is going on <laughs> so, so, so Mick Carter Danny Dyer's character who I adore Danny Dyer um, really? Don't you, yeah you like that's this is fascinating. Inside the mind this is a character Oates. study of Rachel Oates that we're this doing right so now. Like you like Danny Dyer I think, did you see him on that panel show where he was talking about aliens? He's like, oh, he had a massive, like, nut for I just, a head. I think, I think he's a little bit of a douchebag, but I just love him. I don't I know, know exactly why. What he's, just, he's just fascinating to watch. That's valid. He's, yeah. he's wonderful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so um, he bought the Queen Vic with his wife, Linda. And then, like, Shirley was like, oh, blah, 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 I'm your sister, I'm here. Um, and here's your brother, Dean, as well. And then it all came out one time. Um, because Dean raped Mick's wife, Linda, and she got pregnant. Um, and But it didn't end up being his baby. It did end up being Mick's baby. But then Mick found out that Dean raped um, Linda, and he was, like, beating him up. And he's like, oh, I'm just your uncle. I can beat you up. And then Shirley goes, stop, he's your brother. And then it all comes out that, like, she was his mother, and she'd had to, like, raise him as a sibling, and it was really weird. Wait, 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 so wait, he's wait. allowed to beat him if he's his uncle, but Apparently. not his brother. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. I wait, didn't know so... that the rules were updated on that. So Danny Dyer's mother is Shirley. Yeah. The one who screamed over Heather, who yeah. got knocked the fuck out by a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and then the two-year-old went off to juvie and came back a whole different actor. Well, that is no, actually he, the he worst was, way to die. He was like seven, I think. Killed by a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, give him like, some credit. 
I need a family tree. If you could just oh, let's get a massive let's get a sheet of paper. <laughs> a nice tapestry. Yeah. Let's do it all like fine embroidered. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, Linda's now just had another baby because she got pregnant with Max Branning's kid, and the Brannings are a whole other thing. That old guy. Yeah, Max Branning's brother. Oh, uh, when he was Jack. having that affair with yeah. what's her Stacey. face? Oh, Stacey. Oh, yeah. That was the juiciest, Wait, did, oh. juiciest did Stacey, gossip. Did Stacey fall off the, or was she pushed? Who fell off Someone the roof? That was fell. Bradley. Bradley. That was uh, That's Max's the son. son. Bradley got done so dirty. Yeah, I don't even watch yeah. this show. Didn't, didn't they, do, they did that live? And then did they do yeah, that they live did, they show? Did, yeah. And then one of the actors yeah. accidentally said like the other actor's actual name instead of yeah, their character they, name. It was, it was Ian Beale's character. And Tanya comes in and she goes, all right, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so why were Acting. they trying to do it live? Why, why do I remember this? <laughs> I remember I hadn't seen EastEnders for years because I just don't watch normal yeah. TV. Went around my mum's Christmas Day a few years mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. and they had this episode of EastEnders on so I watched it. <laughs> Me and like my sister's boyfriend who's like yeah. this, you know, this great big like bodybuilder type mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Wouldn't have thought he was the type to like watch EastEnders, sure. but he was like, "Oh no, I, I love watching this show." <laughs> <laughs> so good. Why is like, it like every like, Christmas something like really tragic? But but and it's just funny because like he was from a different country and yeah. he was like, "Oh no, when I first moved to England, I'd just watch EastEnders," and then you know like got more of like the English I learned lingo. about your culture. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> what the fuck is going oh, on? I was, just, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Mate, I'm so sorry." <laughs> Um, yeah, but this episode of EastEnders yeah. that I was on, it was like an episode of, I don't know, The Wire or something. It was amazing. Yeah. I think it was the one where, um, where what's his name? Keanu? They took him out to... Oh my God, And then she was like, yes. you don't... That lady was like, you don't fuck with... Were they the Mitchells? Um, you don't fuck with us or... Because someone... So he had an affair with He had an Mitchells. affair with Shannon. Uh, Shannon? It. Sharon, even. That's it. Yeah. So Sharon used to be Sharon Watts and then became Sharon Mitchell. And then she married a whole bunch of other people. Um, and then she got back with Phil and then she got pregnant, but it was Keanu's baby. And Keanu was like 19 and she was like 50. Yeah. But what was really funny is that um, while they were having sex in the back of a taxi in the garage, because that's what they do apparently, um, Sharon accidentally like butt dialed uh, Louise, who's Phil's daughter. And she was like, I heard you, I know everything. And then Sharon goes, no, Keanu's my... Uh, personal trainer you just heard us working out yeah <laughs> and Louise actually believed it that's the excuse <laughs> I would although then Keanu started Keanu started sleeping with Louise and got her pregnant so he got mother and stepdaughter pregnant at the same time oh my god hmm. yeah EastEnders is like the best TV Where are they finding all these babies to be in these shows? (laughs) That sounds like a lot of babies. There must be like 10 babies in EastEnders at any given time. No wonder they all get swapped and (laughs) juggled. Who can remember who's who's. who's. With the baby swapping (laughs) storyline, did that get rectified? Did they they work out the babies had been swapped? I think so. Yeah, at some point. How did they never resolve that? How would you though? Because like, you know, like... How would you be able to distinguish the babies? Because they all look pretty similar in the I first few days, don't they? I might be making this up, but didn't like the baby get ill or something and need like a blood mm. transplant or a transfer or something? And oh, then they did test. Okay. I, I might be making that up though. Mm. I don't know, but it was something. And but then... you know what? I saw an article and I'm not sure if this was real, but people were reacting to it like it was real. And I, it, I don't think it was like one of those fake news websites because I did check. <laughs> and it was like this nurse on her deathbed admitted that she had swapped like thousands of babies throughout her career. Which is for fun. Yeah. Is that not mental? Did you hear about that doctor recently who like he's in a bunch of trouble because he'd been like searing his initials into people's organs as he was doing surgery? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. Can, can like next episode that I come on, can I give you like a bunch of headlines and you have to tell me what their real stories are? Oh my gosh, plots? that'd genius. be such a fun game. Yes, hundred yes. percent. But in light of that, well, <laughs> this is a segment that we're going to do about our favorite books mm-hmm. and then talk about mm. a book. We're starting a little book club, essentially. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun for all of us. Each month, well, we hope to get together mm-hmm. each month. We'll discuss the book but first maybe let's go through our favorite books that we've read recently who wants to take the floor i can oh, go yeah go ahead yeah so oh, you're, yeah you're you're okay, excited cool. by this one Come on. probably because people are least interested in mine so <laughs> <laughs> i'll start things off this is my favorite book yeah i'm doing show and tell <laughs> what do they do they hold it up to the camera so it focuses properly <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um it's called wild and it's by cheryl strayed and it's a memoir And basically it's about this woman. She's 26 years old at the time and her mum dies from cancer. And she basically goes on this, like, it's, I think it's the longest hiking trail in America. And it is, uh, wait, how long is it? It's like 1100 miles, Mm -hmm. 1100 mile hike. I personally have never done a hike of that length. That's my my toxic trait, thinking I would be able to do that, no problem. Is this the same woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, or am I making that up? I don't think so, but it gets compared quite a lot, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so she, and she's like a recovered, like drug addict, like heroin addict. Mm. And she just goes on this really long hike and she reflects on her life. And it's like a lot of flashbacks and like themes of like forgiveness and grief. And it's just incredible. And it changed my life for six ninety nine. <laughs> so decent. I would recommend everyone read it, yeah. Do you want to go on an eleven hundred mile? Do you know what? Now? Yeah. So when I first read this, I think in my head I didn't quite grasp how, how um, that was. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. distance of it. <laughs> um not sure now. But I would I would love to do it. Just so because in the book, like you mm. really get to go th- all the way through with her and I would like to sort of like go through kind of in her footsteps if that makes Mm -hmm. sense but the thing is I saw the film first because there's a movie adaptation of course there is with Reese Witherspoon (laughs) and it is it's really good and I'll often do that if I watch a film I'll go back and read the book if Mm -hmm. I thought the film was really good um so yeah if if you're not a big reader check the movie out instead (laughs) because it's good or watch the episode of Gilmore Girls where Lorelai does it. Yeah. Doesn't she like quit halfway through though or something? She doesn't even go halfway through. She is goes she there and then I don't even think she walks a mile. And then I... she rings up her mother and then just goes home. Oh. I remember there's that really funny bit where like she comes across like a whole bunch of other women. They're like, are you doing wild? I'm doing wild. Are you doing wild? <laughs> <laughs> that's it's crazy so that that's resurfaced. Because this is quite an old book, I think. Hmm. Really? So that's interesting that it's being like referenced in current pop culture like that but yeah it is incredible and i would love to do it but i'd have to find like a good hiking buddy should we just go i like walking i'll get a good vlog won't it (laughs) (laughs) everything is monetizable yeah exactly don't do anything for free absolutely not (laughs) hobbies what hobbies (laughs) how about you have you got any oh favorite book recently so it's not a recent one, but it's probably like one of my favorite books of all time. Mm. I was going to talk about The Soul of an Octopus by Cy Montgomery. Mm. And it's so good. It's all about octopuses. So she's this woman and she looks at these animals and everything like mm. that. And she decides to get to know octopuses. So she starts going to this um, huge aquarium in America 
and every week she would go in and just meet the octopuses and get to know them and she got to know all of them personally and like their little personalities and she'd like put a hand in the tank and like reach out and touch them and she started studying them and getting to know their behavior and like their habits and you properly see like all the different little personalities of these octopuses coming out and there's like one octopus who escapes from his tank and there's a big pan well her tank and there's a big panic because everyone's like no we need to get her back in soon yeah. or she's gonna like dehydrate and die but like they were like well why she got out like is she unhappy here what's happening and they have to figure it out wow. um, and then she starts learning to scuba dive and she goes out into the wild and meets all these wild octopuses and like has these adventures with them which <laughs> sounds silly but it's like really beautiful and then it ends with this octopus that we've been following right from the beginning of the book who um we see like her life and her growing up because this takes place over years um and then we see her mating with, well, not see, but we hear about her mating with another octopus and mm. how that goes. And then she gets pregnant. And the thing about octopuses is when they give birth their little eggs, their job from then on is making sure those eggs hatch and nothing else. So she stops eating. She stops going anywhere. Her entire role is to like protect these eggs and oxygenate them constantly. And then the book ends. Setting unrealistic expectations for mothers everywhere. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Another reason I don't want to be a mother. But, <laughs> <laughs> and, but yeah, the book ends with this like really beautiful scene of like her little octopus babies all hatching and being born as she dies. And it's like for the author, it's like her losing her friend. And it's really, wow. really sad. It that, made, it, that sounds very intense. It made me cry so much. What was the amazing. motivation for her? Why octopus why specifically? Not? They're oh, wonderful. Okay. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> they are very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they yeah. can get through really tight spaces, can't yeah. they? Basically, anything the size of their beak or bigger, they can get through. That's insane. So, mm. like, you can have like a giant octopus, but if its beak is like this big, mm. it will get through that gap. Skinny legend. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they can like change colour to match their yeah. surroundings as well. Fascinating. Yeah. Definitely one of it's the coolest creatures, right. to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the book goes into the science of like how all that works and their nervous systems and everything. Mm. And it's just like but it's told in such a way that's like almost like a narrative, so you don't realise that you're learning as you go okay. on. It's really good. When you I said the it. soul of an octopus, mm -hmm. I was imagining like the soul of an octopus trapped inside a man's body or something. <laughs> and he's like walking around like, oh God, like what am I supposed to do? See, I feel like that's something you'd write. <laughs> there you go. There's a game actually that my boyfriend's been playing on the Switch where you're this octopus oct dad. dad. Yes. Oh my God, I love yes. octopus dad. dad. I, I have to go around and you pretended it's to be so a human, but you're like, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Is it? Because I've only ever played it on the PC mm. where you have like each key like controls the limbs you end up walking like this and you look yeah. really stupid i love it but i found it too difficult to control it and everything hard. was sticking onto me i was like fuck yeah. this i uninstalled <laughs> it straight away once you get the hang of it it's so good and there's like okay. all these different levels like one you're in a supermarket and you're like trying to pretend to be a human and you're like mm. okay that does sound good it's great <laughs> let's play incoming <laughs> so you're an octopus super fan <laughs> i really love them okay. yeah i get really annoyed with people like on my videos when i mention them and they're like oh so octopi do this i'm like it's octopuses actually it's it actually like, because yeah. i thought it was octopi no it's yeah. octopuses <laughs> sorry i'm choking just like, getting that excited <laughs> Someone, i love octopuses and um, i will choke for them why um, is it octopuses and not octopi because octopi? because the root of the word is different oh. it's like greek hmm. instead of roman or the other way around or something like that so technically, archaically, we can say octopodes if we want, but no one okay. really uses that anymore. I'm the, gonna start. Yeah, the Octop grammatically correct one nowadays is octopuses. Okay. Octopuses. Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't go, actually, it's octopi. 
that'd it's, be infuriating. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, that must be really annoying to get that comment a lot. That would annoy me. I'd probably yeah. I, it's the one thing that I'm like a big stickler mm. on for some reason. Even when people like, I saw someone who made like an octopi pun. Like yeah. they're like, oh, what's an octopus's Actually, favorite food? It's octopi, and I was like. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a boring old lady. <laughs> that and EastEnders you, you are two things I'm passionate about. Like you have about. to clarify the octopuses <laughs> thing a lot, don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is the great thing about the soul of the octopus. Mm. Um, it's like one of the first things she talks about in the book. She's like, many people think blah, 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 octopi, but it's octopuses. And I'm like, oh, I love this woman already. <laughs> yeah. Like first page, she gets really into it. I'm like, yes. Perfect. <laughs> wonderful. Very nice. <laughs> and what about you? I don't know because I feel like I feel like recently I've just done a video about you know the top reads that I had of 2021, mm. and then I just did a bookshelf tour thing. Yeah. And my favorite mm. book that I read recently is Project Hail Mary. But I feel like I've spoken about it a lot. Mm. I'm actually rereading Bridget Jones's diary at the moment. I don't oh, yeah. know why. I think I'm going through something. Okay. Because oh. I've been watching the old school, not old school, the original series Sex mm. and City recently. Because I've been watching it just like that, and it yeah blows. I'm mm. asked to videos on it. It sucks, and just like it's terrible. Do you know what I saw the other day? Like mm. this post about how the cast of Sex, uh, or not Sex and City. What's the what's and the new one? Like that? Yeah, the cast of that is younger than the cast of Golden Girls were when it started. Yeah, I saw that, which is terrifying, isn't it? Yeah, but it's nice that like the way we view women and age has kind of changed and improved. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> well, you've not seen the show because oh. I should be talking about books here. No, let's just talk about <laughs> pop culture. Because, I mean, they're all 55 and they're acting like they're ger geriatrics. Oh, <laughs> like Carrie has to go for hip surgery, which mm. sure it happens. But, and they've also, I think they've got Miranda wearing this strange uh, grey wig because mm. she doesn't have that type of hair in real life. And Steve's gone basically, mm. this, this means nothing unless you've seen the original show. Steve's gone basically like fully deaf and has, which does, does happen, but it's just the way okay, they kind but of- they're like, what do old people go through and just assign <laughs> one onto each character? They're putting like all the tropes- Broken hip, going deaf. <laughs> yeah, all the tropes in it. And these women are 55. Like mm. that's not. See, I might have to have hip surgery soon, and that makes me feel really old. You can join the cast. <laughs> <laughs> Am I gonna start going gray as well and losing my hearing? <laughs> I've been rereading Bridget Jones's diary and I'm not exactly sure why. Because mm. I just feel like it's just in the mood for that kind of stuff. No, because yeah. I tried to read um, one of the recent Bridget Jones diaries. Like, she's 50, you know, and she, spoiler alert, just lost Mark Darcy, her husband. Um, and I was trying to read that and just the way the diary entries were, she kept saying, like, Oh, like, abbreviating and simplifying the sentences too much, you know, being like, okay. uh, complaining about Twitter, for example, being like, mm -hmm. is rubbish, is this, is like, is rubbish, mm -hmm. not enjoying, is talking really like simply. Mm -hmm. And I was like, surely the original Bridget Jones's mm -hmm. diary didn't read, I don't remember it. So I've been rereading it and it's not like that at all. It's strange how mm -hmm. she's kind of like simplified that it's a bit weird. Mm -hmm. But Bridget Jones, I mean, she starts off like every diary entry uh, talking about her weight and then mm -hmm. being like V good or V bad or whatever, eating like 5,000 calories, V bad or whatever. She's only about nine stone. She's oh only goodness. nine stone. And she yeah. and like people reference yeah. her in the book it itself mm. being like, oh, you know, you've got a big ass. It's mm -hmm. like, she's nine stone. Mm. Yeah. That's I'm not nine stone. Interesting. Yeah. And there's constant allusions to... Um, drinking as well mm. like i mean in the recent one that i was reading mm. she's always drinking in this one she's always drinking because mm. i've been watching sex in the city they're always drinking <laughs> um because i've been watching that i've been reading also the carrie diaries which is like when she's in new york mm. and she's 18 or whatever I also saw the always TV drinking show of that i actually really enjoyed it i thought it was okay i've never seen it 
quite liked it. I mean, I knew nothing about Sex and the City, so I didn't know the characters at all. I was just like, it's quite bright. It's fun. I'll watch this. It's okay. Oh, there you go. Sometimes yeah. that is one of the things that makes me sad that I don't drink is because I do have some kind of like image of wanting to be like a suburban mum with a glass of wine, like <laughs> on my marble like kitchen island after like a long hard day of like being a girl boss or whatever, you know? <laughs> Oh wow! It yeah, it triggers me. Like, yeah. and I watch it, and I'm like, I'm definitely going. But I know I'm not going to do anything. Mm. I'm just sort of like mm. triggering my, myself because fun. I look, look mm. how much fun they're having. But actually, Kristen Davis, who plays Charlotte in Sex and mm. City, um, she's completely teetotal. Has been since she was in her twenties because mm. she had a problem Congrats. with it. So it feels like you've been sold a bit of a lie when you're mm. seeing her drunk and they're drinking mm. all the time. And yeah, usually it is. Usually it's not actually that um, glamorous. I know, but it's in all of the TV shows. It's actually yeah. quite annoying. Like I, I do get things like when I see like people like drinking and stuff on TV, I get like a little bit like, oh, well, I, I kind of fancy going out and having a drink now. And yeah. I stop and think about it. I'm like, no, it's not the alcohol I'm craving. It's mm. company. Yeah, wow. That's <laughs> I, fair. Yeah, and then I realise that like, no, I'm not jealous of them drinking there. I'm mm. jealous of like you know, the, the friendship and them having company and mm. stuff. Because like, I could easily like open a bottle of wine at home and just have a glass and it, it doesn't like satisfy me. Like I realize that what I'm craving it's in the this situation. Yeah. yeah, it's like friends. I'm jealous of the drinking, mm. you? I'm jealous of the drinking too. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Absolutely blotto. Mm. Makes some people more interesting, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's I don't know why people find it funny when I say that. It's bloody <laughs> true. Like being on drugs makes other people so much more interesting. Just saying, guys. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I've been that's what I've been doing recently. So Bridget Jones diary, that's your submission. i I think because um I mean I did the Bill Gates recommended books video mm. where I read Project Hail Mary and that's yeah. my favourite of the lot. Mm. Uh, Hamnet, which I couldn't stand even finish it. Really? And it was so fucking boring. Oh, oh. I heard quite good things about it, but yeah, but I feel like people it's just jack each other off all the time in the literary world. <laughs> because it was just so boring. It was like I was 70 mm. pages in and I was like, literally nothing has happened. <laughs> literally nothing has happened. There's some boy. I didn't, I mean, I knew, right. This, here's the thing, yeah? yeah. I knew that Hamnet, Hamlet, I read yeah. the back and it was like son of a famous playwright. Mm. I was 70 pages in and I didn't realise they were on about Shakespeare's son. <laughs> so I was just like, why am I meant to give a fuck about these people? Yeah, that's... And then someone I was talking to some, like one of my friends about it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's about Shakespeare." And I was like, "Oh, ah. oh, right. Mm. I don't know why." It changes your whole perspective. I was like, "Oh, great. well, thanks. You've made Shakespeare even more boring." No offense, lady, who I'm sure you're a nice person. Um, um, I was going to say, Ham are you saying are you saying Hamnet? So his son was called Hamnet, and he made the play Hamlet. Mm. But isn't the play which one came first? Hamnet. Oh. And then he dies. Yeah. But that's already on the blurb, so I'm not spoiling anything. Like, he dies, and then Shakespeare makes this play called Hamlet to sort of, like, uh, immortalise his son's memory. But oh, wow. Isn't Hamlet a shithead, though? Isn't, is the... Hamlet the one where he has the... um? What happens in Hamlet? Which I, one's that? I've Rachel? never actually read or seen it. I don't oh. know that one at all. Isn't it not the one where he, like, <laughs> kills his father? Me. Don't look at me. Kieran, Kieran wake up. <laughs> what, what's the plot of Hamlet? Isn't, isn't Hamlet the Lion King one? Yeah, the one where he kills his father or, or yeah. like his father dies and he kills no. his uncle or whatever. So the, how is... The, the uncle kills the father to take control and then okay. the father's ghost comes back and the son does something. So many ghosts in plays. The ghost of the king of Denmark tells his son Hamlet to avenge his murder by killing the new king. Okay, so how does that immortalise his child? Because that didn't happen in real life, did it? Or did it? 
Well, a load mm. of rubbish. Or did it? He's just making how, stuff up. How do we know? Shakespeare. Shakespeare wasn't a ghost. I could do it better. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Sorry, Shakespeare. <laughs> Sorry, Shakespeare. I'm sure you're a nice person. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of the camera, like, I hate Shakespeare. <laughs> when are we going to admit to ourselves as a society, though, that Shakespeare is not that good? What? It's all right. He's got it's that. It's all yeah. right, you say, yeah. That's no, what I'm his, saying. His, right. He's got that line where he says, watch you egg, and then like <laughs> stabs him. That's the, that's the best part, isn't it? <laughs> to yeah. be fair, like Shakespeare was revolutionary for the time. Like he made up so mm. many words and phrases and stuff that we just take for granted today. I all can make up words made, and phrases. No, he made up the word uh, eyeball or really? vomit or puke. or So he made up some of those words. Tons, tons. Literally hundreds of words we have thanks to him. What words have you made up recently? Loads. Go on then. Name one. Um... Scroggle. <laughs> what, what's a sh- use it in a sentence. Um, the other day I had a scroggle. <laughs> Have you never seen It's like I- a little bit of a tummy ache. <laughs> this is Tanetaver. <laughs> Have you never seen the IT crowd? No. Where he's like, Tanetaver, use it in a sentence. Good morning, that's a nice Tanetaver. And, <laughs> and then he wins the countdown because he's on countdown. Yeah. And he wins the countdown um, like teapot set. Oh. Richard Ayoade. That's mm. a book I like. Ayoade on Ayoade, where he's interviewing himself Ooh. for this book. And it's so mm. funny. He's unmatched. He's so unattainably funny. My he sis- threatens me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My sister hates him, like, with a natural passion. What? And I have no idea why. And she's like, just don't like him. I'm like, no, explain this. Explain in detail. I'm taking this personally. <laughs> I'm sure she's not a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's You're going to get a message like, why have you done this? There's people outside my house. <laughs> Shall we move on to the final? No. First, before we do, we have to say what book oh, we're going to yeah, read. Yeah, because we were talking about books and the book club. Um, so yeah, evolved. so we're going to be reading first. Um... They Both Die at the End by Adam Silvera. It looks like this, if anyone can see that. <laughs> yeah, people maybe. on TikTok like it, so I don't have eye hopes. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? TikTok is a profound place of culture and... God, this generation. You're too young. <laughs> I'm just being ageist. Yeah. <laughs> all that aside. TikTok, all yeah. that crap. <laughs> No, because it's actually they, the best platform ever. They suggested We Were Liars. Because yeah. I did that TikTok most recommended books yeah. thing. Mm. We Were Liars was such pretentious nonsense. Ugh. I was going to read that, but I didn't. Absolute trash. You're not mm. hear me dismantling <laughs> it, having to go at it. Oh, it was, I mean, there was, a, like, there was a twist at the end. Yeah. So the whole plot was based upon there being a twist at the end, mm. which it, the twist was just a plot device. Do you know what I mean? There was no real yeah. point to the story other than the author clearly set out to say... I have a twist yeah. and then it'll make you reread. And it does make it slightly better, mm. but it's not worth the 200 odd pages leading up to it. Okay. Because mm. it's dull mm. and contrived and boring. Mm. And the, main, the, the, the narrative from the main character is very um, pretentious. Okay. So. Yeah, I won't be able to get past that. Yeah, don't bother with that. But okay. we were liars. <laughs> what is that about? That, I mean, we're going to find this out. Is, but... Yeah, so they both die at the end. I think. Like, from my knowledge, this might be completely inaccurate. It's set in a world where people, I think maybe on like their 18th birthday or something, they find out the exact moment they're going to die. I don't think think I want to read this now. I think it's about two, maybe two boys (laughs) who have like the same death time and they meet. That could be wrong. That could be wrong. But like, do they k- kill each other? Do they die together? Is this a Romeo and Juliet knows? situation? Who knows? Is but this that's, just Romeo that's and what Juliet? I'm serving you guys. Maybe. Pretty much today. everything is Romeo and Juliet, yeah. isn't it? Have you ever watched Logan's Run? 
No, but that name sounds familiar. Because mm, it's uh, old school dystopia where they live in this society underground or mm. wherever where they can just do what they want, but they oh, uh, they get this. killed mm-hmm. when they turn 30. Oof. Oh, and okay. Then he, Logan escapes. But mm. the guy who played Logan, who's a very famous actor. We should actor, introduce that. Really? <laughs> no, I'm obviously oh. joking. <laughs> the guy who, <laughs> <the guy> who <laughs> plays Logan. Like Start counting your days. <laughs> Christ. No, I know because right, the guy who plays Logan, I swear he looks like an actual adult. Mm. I don't know if he was thirty when they made it, but he's meant to be a thirty yeah. year old. And you know, I've got several years until I'm thirty, but I don't feel like I look like an adult. But he looks like an adult adult. I keep seeing people who are like twenty two and they look like oh, way older than me. I feel like I don't I don't think I look grown up. <laughs> I don't feel grown up. No. Or like the lines around my eyes are saying something different, but I don't feel grown up. Mm. I have a new favourite bar in Leeds that I do me every time I go in and it makes me feel really youthful. Simply do that Love for the that. validation. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll have another vodka, please. And like, do you have ID for that? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I hate it when uh, you're at the self-service and they come over and they just tap the button. It's like, obviously over (laughs) 25. It's like, okay, buddy. (laughs) All right. It's not just obviously. It's obviously looks over 25. And you're like, do I? (laughs) And they they look at you and they're like, yeah. I once got ID'd um, for buying paracetamol. You have to be about 16 to buy oh, paracetamol. Yeah. And I didn't have any I... ID and I had a wanging hangover and I was fuming. I was like, this yeah. lady, I'm clearly, I'm clearly, I don't know, probably like, when was I last hungover? Maybe 24, 25. I was like, I'm clearly yeah. like not 16. Mm. Like, those are 16 year olds out there. You see those like, little prepubescent yeah. people, they're 16 uh-huh. year olds. And then she was like, it's policy. And I was like, you're nothing more than a cog in the system. <laughs> I, said, I said all of this in my head and I was furious. It's time to rage against the oh. machine. Just let me buy the paracetamol. <laughs> I, I had that with ibuprofen and I had like my wisdom tooth teeth coming through and I was in so much pain and when she mm. wouldn't serve them to me I just like ended up crying and I sat on the floor and I cried and the security guard came over he's like are you okay what happened and I told him everything he went come with me I'm buying you the ibuprofen and he marched me back into Sainsbury's and he was like who served you I was like it was her and he took me to that till and he bought me ibuprofen she did it sir <laughs> I was like you're not making me seem like an adult here are you he was like it's okay I've got your back uh, uh, excuse me I'd like to buy this child some ibuprofen <laughs> I love a nice security guard. One time when I was at my, I don't know, I think I was at my dad's and I just got drunk by myself. (laughs) I mean, we shared a glass of wine and then he fell asleep because he's old. Um, Hmm. And I decided to keep on going. I would party by myself with me and my dog at my dad's. So I went to like the 24 hour Tesco's, but they weren't serving, um, they weren't selling cigarettes. Okay. after i think it was after 11 or whatever so i was like are you joking i really need a cigarette and the security guard who's really nice who was like i've got rollies and he let me roll a bunch so i was like i'm gonna need these because i'm gonna get really drunk <laughs> have a nice oh, security that's, what a great guy that's yeah sweet. that's nice isn't it buddy if you're out there thank you props to mm. you thank you for i don't smoke anymore yeah <laughs> some guy's gonna be in the comments now like that was me <laughs> good for you i'll send you a five on paper <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> now they're all going to be coming. Do you know what's actually quite difficult about rewatching Sex and City? Mm. Carrie is always smoking. That's oh. quite difficult to watch. Okay. Because it, cause it makes you want to smoke or because you're like judging her a bit? No, mm. because I want to smoke so bad. Mm. So I, just, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. If I do, I have like one every two months. Or sure. probably not mm. even that. Mm. You know, just once in a while. But that, that's quite difficult. Like it's a... I thought she was meant to be like really into her fashion and stuff though and her clothes. 
This was a 90s like, thing, so they were oh, all... Oh, imagine how she must have stunk, though. All those, like, designer clothes just smelling of, like, smoke. Hmm. That's why I have to remember oh. this. But the problem is, is I like the smell of smoke. <laughs> I've always I've always liked the smell of smoke. Okay. Cigarette it's, smoke in yeah. particular. It's, it's strange. Because I grew up with both my parents smoking in the house. It mm. was just disgusting and i hated it yeah, yeah and everything i owned stunk and i got made fun of in school for just smelling of stale smoke and Ooh. it got to the point like where when i moved out at 18 i literally just ended up throwing everything out and slowly buying new clothes again because mm. mm. everything just stunk and no matter how many times you washed it you couldn't get it, it out it is really hard to get the smell yeah. of smoke out to be fair yeah. yeah. But you know what? Nicotine hits me harder than anything. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'll like have a few puffs of like a rolly or something and I'm like, I'm lightheaded. I need to sit down. <laughs> I feel sick. My head is spinning. Oh, I like that though. That's why, you know, I'll have one every few mm. months because that really, really hits the spot. But a yeah. proper cigarette, not a rolly, it doesn't do the same thing for me. All right. Sorry, mate. Because, uh, you know, rollies were like, shot the. F- oh, no, I shouldn't Rollies say are this. for pussies. Do you want to know the worst thing I ever did? Go on. The worst thing you ever did? Yeah, not ever. I'll sit up. I'll not sit ever, up not that. ever. Yeah. Actually, there's two things that come to mind and we'll end on this because we've only got a few minutes. <laughs> so um, one time, like when I was a teenager, I smoked weed and stuff like quite a lot because I just loved smoking weed. Oh my God. Um, do, but would you ever do this? Would you ever do this? Like, no, if you were to never weed? smoke weed. Not, not you. <laughs> <laughs> would I ever smoke weed? No, would you ever have done, did you smoke weed as a teenager? No. Okay. Well, sometimes when you're a teenager and you've got these smoking habits, like I'd smoke cigarettes and I'd smoke weed and Mm. I'd steal cigarettes from people and I'd hide them in my room or whatever. It must have been like the world's worst kept secret. (laughs) Like it's pretty fucking obvious. Smoke outside my window like I'm falling anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, one time I had like a bunch of weed and I had no... The eternal (laughs) battle when you have smoking habits is having enough paraphernalia, having your Rizzlers and your... It's a lot of equipment. Your Rizzlers and yeah. your, well, you can make roaches. Mm. So you tear off a bit of cardboard, roll up, make a roach if you don't have any actual filters. Yeah. I didn't have any Rizzlers one time. So I um, emptied a can of Coke and poked holes in the can of Coke oh and gosh. put the weed on bong. top and smoked <laughs> the weed for a can. You're probably inhaling paint because it's a <laughs> like well, that Coke flavor hit different. A, di- a dirty bong. Yeah. <laughs> but the worst thing I ever done was when I was really, really jonesing for like, you know, so I wasn't old enough to go to the shops because when mm. I started smoking, they introduced the you have to be mm. 18. And I was probably about 16 or 17. Mm. And <laughs> once I, and I didn't have any anything at all and no one was around in the facility to give me a rolly. So I tried to, I took apart a tea bag, oh got the bits God. of tea out of tea bag, uh, made a little roach with mm. a bit of cardboard, got a receipt from Boots. Mm. <gasps> And tried to make the world's worst That is cigarette. the, like, scabbiest oh, role. I remember it the other day and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. What the fuck? Because, like, the thing is, is receipts don't mm. like them because they will just go up. Mm. So I'm trying to, like, and it's like, oh, yeah. trying to smoke a tea bag with a receipt. <laughs> and that is one of the worst things I've done. And that's now on record. <laughs> but you know what, actually, that reminds me. Did you know you can smoke tea? Really? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Actually, a friend of mine, when they make joints, they use chamomile in their joints instead of tobacco to help them sleep is, easier. Is that like relaxing? Yeah, I imagine better? it's relaxing for them. Yeah. Once someone at a party mm. I was at, they were smoking the joint, and they put like someone had put either, and this was a teenage party, by the way. Mm. They'd put either like coke. I think they'd put cocaine in the joint. It's like this. What? Yeah. 
Like, that's not what you well, want to do. That's not going to do anything, yeah, surely. Or, no, was, or maybe that. they put MDMA. Like, just, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that note, I think we should end <laughs> because Kate's emotions fall asleep. He's he's had a he's had a hard few days. He went out partying. Good morning, sunshine. <laughs> the earth says hello. We're actually that boring. <laughs> you missed my story about trying to smoke a tea bag or a receipt. Yeah, no, it, it was horrible. It's a core memory. Yeah. That's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure you follow us on iTunes and Spotify and all that, and follow this channel. Check out Rachel's channel. Just check out Kieran's Instagram. Yeah, there'll be content incoming, hopefully. Amazing. Yeah, and. We'll do this again in a month's mm. time. We'll see you all then. And we encourage you to read with us. They well, both the die club. at the end. Yeah. Read and, it with and us. And watch EastEnders so we can do a recap. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.